This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. We have good news and we have bad news. The bad news first, shall we? Bed Bath & Beyond. Files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. 400 plus stores will continue to operate as the company secured a $240 million loan to fund operations. But... Uh, they're going to, uh, they're going to shut down. Uh, the company said that, uh, we're going to, uh, we're going to liquidate, plan to close all of the 360 Bed Bath & Beyond locations and its 120 Bye Bye Baby stores by the end of June, unless a last minute buyer doesn't rescue it from going out of business. So if you have your coupon drawer, uh, stacked up with old coupons with the old 20% off Bed Bath & Beyond coupons. Dig them out. Uh, they said that they are only going to uh, redeem those coupons until Wednesday, the 26th of May. No, April. Right? Today is the uh, April 24th. When, 26th of April. Today, if you're listening live, is the 24th of April. So you have until the 26th of April to use your 20% off Bed Bath & Beyond coupon. Now that, I guess, is kind of half good news, mostly bad news. But the good news is, is that IKEA stores are going to spend over $2 billion expanding here in the United States. Yay, man. When you think, somebody were to ask you, what stores do you want more of in the United States? What's your first answer? (laughs) IKEA, of course. That's correct. Now, IKEA's been in the U.S. since, I don't know, 1985, something like that. It opened up near Philadelphia, and they're going to open new stores across the U.S. Uh, They said particularly in the South, but they have already okayed uh, stores in San Francisco and in Arlington, Virginia. See how that works out. And, uh, you know, most, uh, most big box retailers, Walmart, Wayfair, they're cutting jobs. And, uh, I mean, Walmart is kind of a strange situation cause they're still a monster corporation and they have stores everywhere. So cutting jobs is a tough call because they close a store and people go to work at other stores usually. So Ikea said the expansion in the U S is going to create a couple of thousand jobs. Seems like that's not that many. Uh, you're spending $2 billion to move into the U S and you're only going to create a couple thousand new jobs. Uh, wait a minute. That's supposed to be good news. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good news. So, uh, the plan would increase the number of Ikea locations in the U S by around a third and create 2000 jobs. See good news. Welcome. Welcome to chewing the fat. Okay, we've got some Texas news. As you know, this show originates from DFW, and I try to, you know, give you stories from all over the country and all over the world, depending on where those cool stories are. Today, I have three stories out of the state of Texas. One coming from Kyle, Texas. Now, Kyle, Texas is in Hayes County, 
It's got a population of about 51,000 people. It is uh, south of Austin uh, in Texas, and they are trying to get in the Guinness Book of World Records. Good for them. I hope it succeeds. Uh, Kyle Texas, K-Y-L-E, is putting together a gathering of Kyle's. Scheduled for May 21st, 2023, at Lake Kyle Park. Now, the current world record for the largest same-name gathering belongs to uh, Kopreski Kosse in Bosnia, according to the Guinness World Records. They hosted the largest gathering of people named Ivan. About 2,300 Ivans showed up for that record setter in 2017. So I don't know if it will just replace this record or does Guinness give them their own record and just start having the largest gathering of Ivans, the largest gathering of Kyles. But your name has to be spelled K-Y-L-E, same as Kyle, Texas. And your first name on your official ID has to show you are indeed part of the Kyle Club. No variations of K-I-E-L or K-Y-L-E-E. It has to be K-Y-L-E. So if your name is Kyle or your first name is Kyle, depending, I don't know what you go by. You go by your middle name or your last name or your nickname. But if your ID says your first name is Kyle, K-Y-L-E, you can go to Kyle, Texas on the 21st of May. 2023 and be a part of the largest gathering of Kyle's for the Guinness world record of the largest same name gathering in Kyle, Texas. Good luck. Now let's go to McKinney, Texas. McKinney, Texas is in the greater DFW area and they have now got a problem with wild boars traversing the neighborhoods, eating all the bushes, tearing up the land, digging it up. Boars are nasty animals, and they're big. The pictures uh, coming out of McKinney are, you know, these boars are at least a couple hundred pounds, maybe maybe 150, but they're big, wild animals. You do not want to mess with them. <laughs> uh, you don't want to run into these boars. You want to turn the corner out walking your dog, and uh, there's a three or more wild boars coming at you. You don't want none of that. <laughs> So something has got to be done. And neighbors are getting scared. They're going to the city. Now the city claims that, uh, you know, hey, there's nothing I can do. We'll give you some names of some trappers. And that's going to cost thousands of dollars. How about the city take care of that for those hogs? Huh? How about that? Maybe, maybe we live here in Texas. You just go out for a walk and go here, little hoggy hoggy here, little hoggy hoggy. (laughs) I'm just saying. I mean, maybe, you know, where are you going, honey? I'm just going out for a walk. (laughs) Now, in the city of McKinney, uh, it is illegal to discharge a firearm in the city limits unless the property is larger than 10 acres. Okay, well, maybe we just, I don't know, put a pause on that rule if you're hunting hogs. It's possible. Now, uh, I guess a spokesperson for the city uh, shared this information in an email. McKinney is known for its nature and various wildlife call the city home. Yeah, just like every city in America. Thank you. While city staff is not equipped to trap feral hogs, 
We've been in contact with the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department's game warden to provide assistance. In the meantime, staff is focused on educating residents and HOAs on how to make their yards and common areas less attractive to these animals. I mean, these animals will triple in a year or more, uh, you know, more than that in a year. You got to get rid of them and you got to do something with them now. I mean, maybe, you you know, you trap them and, and let the city have a big barbecue in the town square for the entire city. Free hog barbecue in McKinney. That's what needs to happen. McKinney needs to trap them. And then people can have a barbecue and we can all get together and just dine on McKinney hog. One more story out of Texas in Madison County, which is uh, up there above College Station where Texas A&M is. Uh, Six cows found dead and mutilated along a state highway with their tongues completely removed have prompted an investigation by the sheriff's office. Uh, you think? So ranchers in Madison County first reported the six-year-old longhorn cross cow lying on her side, dead and mutilated. Oh, okay, the cow's tongue was removed with no blood spill and a straight clean cut with apparent precision had been made to remove the hide around the cow's mouth for on one side. <laughs> uh, this sounds like a Linda Morton Howe story from Coast to Coast AM. I mean, I <laughs> a Linda Morton Howe in Dreamland too with her little tape recorder. She could be recording. I, I love Linda Morton Howe. She used to do those reports on Dreamland on uh, Sunday night. And she would uh, say, I interviewed the farmer and here it is. And then you'd hear the click of the tape recorder click, and she'd play it into the microphone. It was awesome. Uh, so while looking into the Longhorn cross death, investigators learned of five other cows that were also found in similarly brutal condition. Each cow was from a different pasture and herd and was found at a different location along the area of the state highway in nearby Brazos and Robertson counties. So not only do we have something going on in Madison, we've got something going on in Brazos and Robertson. So you remember the, <laughs> I keep thinking in my head every time I see Madison County, the bridges of Madison County, what a... What a God, for that movie. Anyway, with uh, uh, Eastwood and uh, not Sarandon. Oh, who's their stupid name? Streep, that's right. Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep. <laughs> British of Madison County. Oh, God, that movie. Anyway, all I could think of was the cows of Madison County. This could be a new movie uh, brought to you by Coast to Coast AM. The cows of Madison County. So one of the two cows, a circular cut had also been made, removing the anus and the external genitalia. This circular cut was made with the same precision as the cuts noted around the jaw lines of each cow. Wow. There were no signs of struggle at all from any of the cows. No signs of blood spill, no footprints or tire tracks in and around any of the cows. The sheriff's office says it is coordinating with other law enforcement agencies for information, noting multiple similar incidents in the United States. Yeah, no kidding. The cause of death of all six cows remains unknown. What, if anything, do you think it is? This is Coast to Coast AM. I mean, come on now. From the high desert. <laughs> that is awesome. 
I mean, there's only one thing. You and I both know what it is. Correct? I mean, you can pretend that you don't it that you don't know what it is, but you know exactly what it is. <laughs> you know exactly what it is. No blood spill. Straight, clean cut with apparent precision that removed the hide from the cow's mouth. <laughs> you know exactly what it is. No signs of struggle. No blood spill. No footprints. No tire tracks. This is Coast to Coast AM. to start doing an overnight show is what I need to do. Uh, let's go to the break room. I need uh, something cold to drink desperately. <sighs> so breaking news as we record chewing the fat today, Tucker Carlson out at Fox news. Goodbye. Have a nice day. Take care. Wow. Tucker is gone. Today, as I said, is the 24th of April, 2023, Monday. Uh, They claim his last program was Friday. So beginning tonight, Fox will air uh, Fox News Tonight as an interim show helmed by rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is determined. Wow. (laughs) The number one show on cable television, the number one host. Have a nice day. Take care. Tucker, out. They have agreed to part ways in a statement uh, announcing the departure. Isn't that special? In a statement, the network said, Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. We thank him for his service to the network as a host and prior to that as a contributor. (laughs) Okay. Uh, take care. I mean, I don't know how you pull that off, man. Uh, he's under contract, so you have to pay that off. Um, that is saying something, getting rid of Tucker Carlson. I mean, they are bending the knee bad. They lost the Dominion case, or I'm sorry, they settled the Dominion case. They have the other case pending. Um, Rupert threw them all under the bus with his testimony or, you know, his deposition. And, uh, so we'll see, and we'll see what's going to happen with Fox, but the downfall is happening. Many of you will say that happened a long time ago. I know. I understand that philosophy, but man, that just is a pretty incredible thing. Tucker Carlson out at Fox News. And as long as we're talking about Fox News, we may as well mention that Dan Bongino out at Fox News. The network said in a statement on Thursday, we thank Dan for his contributions and wish him success in his future endeavors. Do ya? Okay, so let's move over to NBC, shall we? NBC Universal CEO Jeff Schell out 
after admitting inappropriate relationship. What? Yeah, he had an inappropriate relationship with a woman in the company, which he deeply regrets. <laughs> I bet he does. I bet the only reason he regrets it is because he's got to lose his gig. And that's a darn good gig. NBC Universal CEO has a, a relationship with a woman in the company and uh, it's an inappropriate relationship. Have a nice day. Wow. Goodbye. So they hired the outside counsel to begin an investigation. I guess, uh, I guess the lady complained. We don't know her name. I guess there was some sort of complaint. I don't know what that complaint would be. Uh, he promised to leave his wife and never did. Uh, it was a power relationship. I couldn't say no. Uh-huh. Uh, sure. Sure. That's absolutely possible. Everything is possible. No problem. But of course, uh, they built the company on a culture of integrity and nothing is more important than how we treat each other. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. And, uh, I believe you hundred <laughs> percent. And so they're just, uh, they're not really going to replace him. I don't think they're going to replace him. They're just going to, uh, shed the weight to a few of the other uh, VPs and uh, heads of different uh, directives underneath NBC. So we'll see. I mean, they've already started laying off some people and restructuring some stuff with NBC Universal and Peacock. And so we'll see how that goes. We don't know who it was. Uh, they declined to name the person due to the sensitive nature of the developments. So yeah, it was filed from the woman whom he had the relationship with. I'm sorry, whom he had the inappropriate relationship with. So Jeff Shell, uh, CEO of NBC Universal, out. Anybody else out? Oh my gosh, there is. Remember the Bud Light VP of Marketing, Alyssa Heinerscheid, who uh, started the uh, started the new ad campaigns for Bud Light? Yeah, she's out. Well, she's taking a leave of absence. Yeah, uh, I guess those uh, boycotts on the company and people are getting a little uh, wound up at Bud Light, and we're trying to trying to win back some of our some of our audience. Yeah, we're gonna do that without Alyssa. Okay, <laughs> she needs to go ahead and take a leave of absence. So I don't know if she's still get. I mean, is she still getting paid for that? Probably. Uh, is that an easy way for her to continue to get paid? Takes a leave of absence, download never comes back just goes away, works out her contract at home and just goes away. But she's out for now. Have a nice day. And you know, look, Bud Light uh, sales are way down or they've been down uh, quite a bit, but the other Budweiser products are still doing okay. And I think Bud Light is, they've canceled a couple of uh, events, but they are sponsoring the draft, which is this week. As far as I know, Bud Light's going to be all over the NFL draft. So we'll see what happens. But for now, uh, Bud Light's marketing VP, Alyssa Heinerscheid, out. There is a new show to announce, though. Uh, Gail King and Charles Barkley made the official announcement this weekend about a new weekly primetime series for CNN. And it's going to be titled King Charles. The live show is set to debut this fall and run through 2024 and is a central feature on the CNN boss's Chris Light's effort to revive the network's primetime schedule. 9 p.m. Eastern has lacked a permanent host since Chris Cuomo was fired. Yeah, 
<laughs> uh, which uh, now we need to get someone back. So, but they instead of every night, it's going to be one night a week. Uh, King and Barkley uh, will do the one night a week Wednesday nights. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, King Charles will debut on CNN one night a week. Speaking of shows, I am caught, all caught up on Rabbit Hole on Paramount Plus with the Kiefer Sutherland, which I am really enjoying. Uh, a lot of fun. I think there's two or three episodes left in season one of Rabbit Hole. Uh, Succession, I'm all caught up on their final season. Last uh, episode was pretty freaking good. Uh, I still, I'm going to miss the old man. If you're not caught up, sorry. But uh, the kids are, uh, the kids are, the, the kids are fighting. And I just keep thinking in my head when he told them, you are not serious people. And they're trying to be, man, they're trying to be serious people, but <laughs> uh, they can't help but screw each other. <laughs> they just can't help it. Pretty amazing. And you know what else? The other show I started watching, and I don't know why I didn't really watch it before and I didn't pay much attention to it but I started watching and I went well that's interesting and that's uh, the Santa Clarita diet with Timothy Timothy Oliphant who I love Drew Barrymore who I don't mind her work it's kind of agonizing on the talk show but I don't mind her her acting work and uh and it's it's a really weird show I, I don't know why I never got into it in the beginning uh, it's got three seasons. Uh, it's on Netflix, and I remember, you know, seeing Timothy and Drew around promoting the show from time to time. And I just, I just never found myself interested in what they were talking about it with it. But it's, uh, it's really, <laughs> it's really kind of funny. I, I'm a couple episodes in. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of a Walking Dead kind of show. Uh, she becomes a zombie. Uh, you know, that's as far as I am. I don't know if the rest of the family becomes a zombie or if it's just her and it's wrapped around her being this zombie and everybody else, you know, is feeding that whole thing. But it's pretty, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting, uh, the thought process behind the show. So I'm going to, I'll give, I'll continue to watch it when I have, you know, when I have time. I've got other shows to watch too, you know. And uh, so we'll see. I'll let you know if it's uh, if it's actually worth it. I feel like it's a Phil show for me. Uh, you know, I'll catch an episode when I don't have like today's a day. Let's say today's a day, and I I don't have a I don't have a show to watch. Well, you know what? I'll go to Santa Clarita Diet and I'll watch an episode or two. I mean, it's uh, you know it's it's three or four or five years old now. Uh, maybe six even, I, I think it's just, uh, uh, yeah, 17, 18 and 19 is when, is when they did, when they did the shows. And, uh, you know, it, it just, it was strange to me that I didn't know about it or I wasn't aware of it the way that it was as far as in the, you know, in the dead zombie world era. And so, you know, Santa Clarita Diet, it's on Netflix and, uh, I'll keep you updated on it. But the first couple episodes have been uh, fun. Oh my gosh. Another breaking news story as I record Chewing the Fat today. 
So another television news personality out. Don Lemon has been fired by CNN after 17 years. He posted on his Twitter account, I was informed this morning by my agent that I have been terminated by CNN. I am stunned. Are you, Don? Are you? After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. That's kind of a good point. At no time was I ever given any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work I have loved at the network. I find that hard to believe, but because uh, we all wondered when it was going to happen. Don, <laughs> we're the only ones? You had no idea? You lost your nighttime primetime show. I know you wanted to go to mornings, but uh, you had it from a primetime night show. Yeah, everybody wants that. But uh, now you and you can't believe it. And the, the, the set, I mean, you could feel the angst watching that show. Uh, so you, I, I find it hard to believe that uh, you're surprised at your firing. But uh, anyway, I digress. Don Lemon, out at CNN. Okay. Who died today? Who died today? Barry Humphreys. You know Barry. Dame Edna. Yeah. Dead at the age of 89. Wow. I mean, the headline is one of the most beloved characters of stage and screen. Yeah. uh, Died at 89 years of age in Sydney. Uh, Dame Edna was, was huge. Everybody knows who Dame Edna was, right? I mean, she's a Tony Award-winning Australian comedian, uh, readmitted to the hospital last week, complications following hip surgery last month. Oh, very sad. Uh, she's been receiving treatment after a fall. Yeah, that happens, man. And, and, you know, the argument is, did the hip break and then the person fall, or did the person fall and break the hip? I know. You could... <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just asking because I think, I feel like people say, oh, they fell and broke their hip. But really, I think it's you broke your hip and fell. Uh, That was brought to my attention by uh, a friend of mine at one point. And uh, as soon as he said it, I was like, yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. That's I should look at it that way. It's not falling and breaking your hip. It's breaking your hip. You know, your hip breaks and then you fall. Anyway, Dame Edna Barry Humphreys dead at the age of eighty-nine. Then we have Len Goodman. Len Goodman, former Dancing with the Stars judge, dead at the age of seventy-eight. Len Goodman, longtime serving judge on Dancing with the Stars and Strictly Come Dancing helped revive ballroom dancing, or at least the interest in ballroom dancing on both sides of the Atlantic, has passed away. He was 78. He was diagnosed uh, with bone cancer, and he passed away peacefully with his family around him. So Len Goodman, uh, dead at the age of 78. Then we have Dave Wilcox, Hall of Fame NFL player, dead at the age of 80. According to this, I mean, I, I tried to remember who Dave Wilcox was, and I, I really don't. But according to this, he transformed the outside linebacker position with the 49ers, earning him the nickname the Intimidator for his aggressive style of play. 11-time Pro Bowl selection, missed only one game in his Hall of Fame career. Tough son of a gun, 
man. <laughs> uh, I just don't remember him. I tried my best to remember him. He's the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, he's also the father of a California football coach, Justin Wilcox. Um, they didn't say what caused his death. Of course, they did not disclose the cause of death. But the intimidator, Dave Wilcox, dead at the age of 80. Now, this story is about a guy who's been dead since uh, 2022, uh, Robert Jones. He died of a heart attack while on a cruise ship. All right. So he and his wife go on a celebrity cruise and he uh, for an eight day voyage. And the 79 year old passenger died of a heart attack while on that cruise ship. All right. So the staff said, no worries. Uh, We're going to keep we'll keep his dead body inside uh, inside the cooler. He'll be fine. Uh, we'll be fine. We don't want to let you off in Puerto Rico. A lot of times, uh, you know, it's a 50-50 chance. The coroners may take possession of the body, perform an autopsy before releasing it to a funeral home. And so you're, then, you, then you're going to need to find transportation back to the U.S. So, uh, you know, let's not do that. and Let's wait until we get you back to the United States in Fort Lauderdale six days later. <laughs> So we'll just keep them in the cooler for you, okay? Which is fine. I, it's fine. You put them in the, the ship's morgue. It's the cooler. No problem. Well, uh, the problem is, is the ship really didn't put him in the morgue. No, he was laying in a bag on a pallet on the floor of their drink cooler. Uh, it's not cool enough or cold enough uh, to preserve a dead body. So that's a problem. So six days later, I mean, he is in advanced stages of decomposition uh, because that's just a beverage cooler. Okay, it's not a freezer. I don't know what they were thinking there on uh, Celebrity Cruise Lines, but uh, somebody needed to put him in the actual freezer. (laughs) But that didn't happen. So, I mean, he was bloated and, oh, just bad. And they couldn't even open the, well, I mean, the family said, we couldn't even open the coffin. Well, I don't know that you wanted the coffin open anyway. Uh, but for sure, (laughs) for sure, you're not leaving, you're not having that thing open after he's laid six days in a, in a wine cooler. No, (laughs) that's not happening. That is not good. So the family has of course suffered extreme trauma by visualizing Mr. Jones' body horrifically decomposed. Oh, no kidding. And knowing their husband and father was callously and casually left in a beverage cooler, stripping him of his dignity. Yeah, uh, I would say that. So the wife, uh, the the widow, uh, her two daughters and three grandchildren are seeking $1 million in damages. I would sue Celebrity Cruise Lines for a lot more than a million bucks, I'll tell you that. Uh, Celebrity should have already offered a million bucks just for this thing to go away. So, of course, due to the sensitivity of the alleged facts and out of respect for the family, we declined to comment on the matter. Oh, is that right, Celebrity Cruise Lines? Yeah, is that right? I know you care so much about the respect of the family. <laughs> I, I probably do. Uh, just that the people on the ship at that time didn't. They just threw them in the old wine cooler and let them blow it out for six days. Uh, they should have already signed the deal here. Uh, here's a couple million dollars and you can come on Celebrity Cruise Lines if you choose anytime you want. Okay. And, uh, sign here and here's a check. That should have happened long ago. 
So the state of Oklahoma wants this guy, Richard Glossop, dead. And they want to execute him. (laughs) They want to execute him again. Uh, He has had three last meals. Okay. He's eaten three last meals and awaited three different executions that were stayed hours before he was put, you know, supposed to be put to death. 60-year-old Richard Glossop. Now, when you read the story, it's a pretty incredible story. It's, and I like you feel like, you know, maybe he doesn't need to be on, uh, you know, on death row. Uh, you know, okay, so you put him in prison. But they just denied another appeal to vacate his murder conviction. So it's just amazing what happened. He's always maintained his innocence since he was first arrested in 1997. He refused to accept any plea bargains, and he was convicted of murder in July of 1988. That conviction was eventually thrown out. However, he was tried again and once again convicted in 2004. (laughs) The only evidence used to convict Glossop was a guy who was part of the murder, Uh, And there was no corroborating evidence of forensic evidence. Okay, so what happened was, in 1997, Justin Sneed took a baseball bat and beat this guy, Barry Van Treese, to death at the Best Budget Inn in Oklahoma City. Van Treese owned the hotel, and Sneed worked in maintenance at the time. Glossop was the hotel's manager. In a plea bargain to avoid the death penalty, Sneed took confessed to killing Van Treese and said that Glossop had told him to commit the murder. (laughs) Okay, so because Glossop told him to commit the murder, and he's, you know, he just is the only one that said that, uh, which he later recanted in in a confession letter. He said, nah, that's not true. I lied about that. So, but to no avail, that doesn't matter. All right. So every time they try to, uh, kill this guy i'm sorry execute this guy he gets a stay now he's had like i said he's had uh three last meal dinners all right (laughs) his last meal request included a medium double bacon double cheese pizza from pizza hut two orders of fish and chips from long john silvers and a baconator and a strawberry malt from wendy's okay first of all there's a problem with that story okay wendy's does not have strawberry malts Okay, don't look at me like that. Uh, they have strawberry frosties, and they haven't always had strawberry frosties. Uh, so I feel like that's uh, that's not quite true. So he had three the same four items every time: fish and chips, Wendy Baconator, a strawberry shake, not necessarily from Wendy's. Okay, uh, and pizza, Pizza Hut once, Domino's twice. So, uh, we'll see if they actually put, he's supposed to be executed in May. Um, we'll see, uh, if that actually happens, if Glossop is actually executed and if he has to go through another last meal, (laughs) uh, will he get the same thing? I would, if I was him, that's a good luck last meal. If you're, uh, if you're on death row and you've been, been given your last meal three times, and it hasn't happened, you've got to go with the same stuff. That's your lucky meal. There was an execution of 2,352 cans of Miller High Life in France because on the cans, the motto 
champagne of beers can't be used in France. Okay. Yeah. That infringes on the protected designation of the origin champagne. So there was a consignment shipment uh, that was intercepted in the Belgian port of Antwerp. And a spokesman for the Belgian Customs Administration said that it was destined for Germany. Okay. So it was destined for Germany, but I can't, it was, since it was in Antwerp, uh, we can't have that uh, champagne of beers. Uh, that, nobody can see that. Okay. So the buyer in Germany was informed and didn't contest the decision. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Uh, no problem. Uh, okay. So, I mean, Miller High Life doesn't sell in the European Union anyway. Uh, this was just being shipped over there, right? And it was over there. So it started, I love Miller beer, or I used to drink it from time to time. Uh, the Miller beer brewing company, br- br- brewing company, uh, started in the 1850s. Miller High Life, the, it's the oldest brand. It was launched as its flagship in 1903. So according to the Milwaukee-based brand's website, the company started to use the Champagne of Bottled Beers nickname three years later. It was shortened in 1969 to the Champagne of Beers. And it's also available in the Champagne-style 750-milliliter bottles during festive seasons. And I have actually uh, <laughs> drank some Miller High Life out of those, uh, out of those bottles uh, in uh, the past. With its elegant, clear glass bottle and crisp taste. <laughs> uh, that's what they said. Champagne of Beers is 120. Molson Coors Beverage Company uh, has said that, uh, you know, hey, we proudly wore the nickname. And that's no matter, you know, that's what we call ourselves. And the slogan in the United States is incompatible with the European Union rules. So, you know, nobody, everybody was happy. Go ahead and destroy it. Do what you got to do. Find your quality artisanal food wine and spirits yeah we don't want to we don't want that nasty american champagne of beers in a tin can showing up in france we won't have that so we're going to have to destroy the 2352 cans of miller beer i will say this though uh belgian customs said that the destruction of the cans was paid for by the comité of champagne according to their joint statement. And it was carried out with the utmost respect for environmental concerns by ensuring that the entire batch, both contents and container, was recycled in an environmentally responsible manner. So... (laughs) Thanks? I mean, Miller got their money. The only guy that's mad is, should be mad is the destination in Germany. And he didn't, uh, he didn't fight it. So everybody got their money and nobody saw the champagne of beers in France. So it'll be okay. You can always email the show at uh, chewing the fat at the You can follow me on Twitter at Jeffy JFR. Yes, I'm still there. Uh, no blue check mark. Elon has given people back their blue check marks, but he hasn't given me mine back. So, still without a blue check. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. I had the joke of the day today sent to me over Twitter at JeffyJFR from Ape Lincoln at Ape Lincoln. Thank you for sending me this joke. And uh, I'm going to use it today here on Chewing the Fat for the joke of the day. There once 
was this high school guy with a prosthetic eye made of wood. He was so self-conscious about it, always trying to hide it. At the school dances, he was always a wallflower because, well, of the obvious. However, one year, he finally worked up the confidence to ask a girl with a cleft palate to dance. She was another wallflower and was so caught off guard, she just blurted out with excitement, Oh, would I? Would I? He took such offense to her response. He said, forget it, hair lip, hair lip. (laughs) I know, I know, you know you laughed. You know you laughed. Would I? Uh, Would I? (laughs) Forget it, hair lip. Hair lip. (laughs) All right, get out of here. Get out of here. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.